This podcast may contain adult language <laughs> content not suitable for everyone. That accent's not suitable for anyone. All right. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I am the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I am the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. And today we are having another episode about travel. Yes. Because we, we got to travel. We did some traveling. We did some traveling, did, did we not? Yes, we did. We weren't like the cool kids going to Mexico, but we did get to go to San Diego. I considered going to Mexico. Right. But we're going to talk a little bit about that. And there are reasons for it, of course, as we're getting closer to countries dropping their travel restrictions, most of them anyway. What does that look like? And what does it look like uh, if you're just going to, you know, travel state to state, etc., etc.? What does it look like? <clears throat> so we thought we'd share a little bit about what it looked like for us. Right. Starting with the fact that um, before I even left the state, I broke a tooth. Were, were we? Yeah, we were in Yuma. So yeah. still in the state. That, that, that I don't know if we want to admit geez. we were in Yuma. but Well, we stopped in Yuma. We stopped in Yuma. To get gas. To get gas. In more than one way. I guess so. Technically, we, yes. yes. I broke a tooth on a Jack yep. in the Box taco. Yep. She was taking a bite. And I hear this strange noise and I look at her and she's got a weird look on her face. And I'm like, was that you? And, and then you just kind of like went to mystery land, poking around in your mouth with your tongue. Do you know that, have you ever had sand in your teeth? Yeah. So it's like I bit down on a ball of sand and it gritted and I'm like, what was in the taco? Right. That's what, uh, that's what I thought it was. Taco. Because it is a jack-in-the-box taco. And it's just never sort know. of like pulverized smush. But who knows? It could be a could, beak yeah, could or have a been hoof. Or... Right. And I, I, you know, took a little taco out. I didn't see any anything questionable. But then uh, I was feeling around with my tongue. And I'm like, that feels jagged now. There's something. <laughs> feels like Mount Everest in my mouth. Where before it was like. Nice and smooth. Surprise. So, yeah, that happened before we even left town. Because I just have that kind of karma lately, and that's fine. <laughs> so, the good news is, <coughs> I didn't have a toothache all weekend, but I sure had a tongue ache mm-hmm. from rubbing against the... Um, um, side, side story real quick. So, if this ever happens to you, <clears throat> and you need a, an emergency filling filler... Mm-hmm. The drugstore sells a few different versions in addition to wax, like for orthodontia care or, you know, your braces, I can, right. I guess, can get a little um, hurdy. That was yes. what I had experience with, was you just go get that wax and then you you stick it in the Shove it down edge. In And maybe we should have gotten the wax. Instead, we got the repair kit. Cav- it said ca- like cavity <clears throat> and denture repair kit or something like that. Anyhow, so the idea, the directions are you take said paste that's in this tiny little, you know, like rubber cement bottle, but really small, a small version, like for Barbie. It's Mm -hmm. really tiny. And you're supposed to take a little bit of the paste and roll it up into a ball and then shove that ball inside your tooth and Mm kind of patch it like cement, you know, like you would a hole, you know, uh, on the wall or something, right? Where you put an attack (laughs) or a nail. The problem is the shit doesn't go into a ball. It's it's like trying to put toothpaste into a ball. It doesn't go into a ball. It just smears all <laughs> over your hand. Well, I thought it was weird that the directions did not want you to dry the affected area. It didn't say it said to brush your teeth and stuff, but it didn't tell you to like get a Q-tip and dry it out, no. you know, and give it a nice dry surface for this paste to in fact um, it's adhere to it said the opposite do you remember it said keep it yeah warm and wet <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it said weird. make sure make sure the area is warm and wet and okay so you try to spread this stuff into the hole i'm using like my finger and it comes with this little weird dental tool 
that looks like a stick that you might clean your teeth with if it had floss on it, but there's no floss. It's just a plastic stick. Anyway, it didn't work and it was just all over my tongue and my mouth and it tasted horrible and it didn't help. <laughs> End of Probably story. didn't help that I was laughing the no. entire time. So I just had but to. But she tried to like build a whole new tooth out of this stuff. And I was oh. like, I don't, I don't think it's going to work for that. But the thing was, it also told you to bite down and then keep your teeth bit down. I did that for a while. Right. I didn't do anything. And then you continued to talk. And I was no, like, I what? And you were I like. Talk like, <laughs> <laughs> talk like this for a while. No, that didn't work either. And then you kept opening your mouth to show me your sort of like. <laughs> the tooth was. Um, you were my dental hygienist for a bit. No. Uh-uh. No, you held the, the camera. <laughs> Well, the flashlight. You held the phone with the flashlight. So After I, could I was see. inebriated. <laughs> oh, I'm going to leave that part out. Anyway, so uh, during the whole trip, I had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. We went to San Diego and I was just needing some like beach time, but it was cloudy and a little rainy and too cold. So didn't really get any beach time. But we did get to observe, you know, the work. wild homeless people on the street corner. <laughs> None of which were wearing masks. Nope. They were no. peeing in cups. But at the zoo, however, you did have to wear a mask at all times. Although I did see a couple people not necessarily following sure. the rules. But for the most part, everyone was wearing their masks. And we got there early. And because it was sprinkling, it wasn't too crowded. So that was nice. Right. Um, because in the afternoon, once it got a little more crowded and sunny, that's my, that's my cue to leave. Because children start screaming, mm-hmm. and you can't see any of the animals. And even though people are wearing their masks, we're all crowded, like it, you know, trying to see mm. the jaguar. Or, Let's see the jaguar. How people yes. annoy the shit. That was me. that was interesting. Um, um, I do have to say that compared to, uh, I went to San Diego Zoo last summer. I don't want to say. Yeah, it was pretty much in the middle of COVID. And they did not have it figured out. It took forever to get in, you know, standing in the line and out in the heat. Ah, it's not good. This time around, man, they had it down. They were getting people in there like right on time. That was so much nicer. Yeah, like before the gate, there is probably like, would you say 20 rows of of line yeah expected for people to wait in line a people maze in the parking yeah, a people lot. maze yeah. in the parking lot plus porta johns mm-hmm. and or is that gender yeah. is that gender bias to say porta john no i don't think so say porta people because porta, because those potty? things don't have penises so i don't really think you're gender bias either does a manhole anything. but you know they're going to get rid of manhole covers oh <laughs> i was like they're never going to get rid of manhole <laughs> the thing is anyway the thing is um so it was nice it was the, nice the porta johns were not there and they before. were playing music there were a lot of people who needed yeah last and time it was just angry people in the heat with masks on well we got there we were like we got there right when it opened so we were only like second line in the maze mm-hmm. so that was nice but i can imagine if you got there later or once travel picks up a little further mm-hmm that um, that's going to be a real pain in the ass, especially in a hot day, to mm-hmm. wait out there. So I'm glad we... Yeah, the last time I was there, we got there when it opened. It was just so much busier. And they really didn't know what they were doing as well. They didn't know you what can to tell expect. they had their, their formula down to keep people moving through. Yes. So now they have it down, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for the most part, people behaved. Yeah. And... The day before that, we went to Seaport Village and we went shopping. And I've never been told a reminder like, oh, please put your mask on. But yeah, I had to because we're walking around outside without one. And then mm-hmm. there's a bunch of little shops and each one you go in, they're like, oh, can you please? Oh, crap. I forgot. Right. You know, because we had just lifted the mask mandate mm-hmm. here. So but I still wear my mask in all the grocery stores and what have you. Um, but yes. So any little store. Um, or the zoo, you still have to wear your mask. And so, you know, just do it. And for the most part, everyone was complying. People on the street? No, not so much. Mm-mm. No, that's that's fine. Well, I wasn't either, really. Was, right. You know, so that was okay. We were outside. It was windy. <clears throat> we weren't that close to people. But there's a couple other things that happened this week. So 
However, it's still not clear. If you remember, we were talking about um, earlier in our travel episode, a few episodes back, it wasn't really clear. If you wanted to travel somewhere, a lot of places in Europe were still closed, but some places were opening up, but you had to really search for the information um, to find out exactly what the scoop was. And now that the European Union is set to allow entry to vaccinated travelers from countries with low infection rates, there is still a lot of lack of information because they haven't quite given the details. They said they're going to do it. There is an approved list of safe destinations that's due to be signed off sometime this week, but there's no confirmation as to when these changes will be implemented. So, okay, can you book a flight then? Because as soon as I saw this, I'm like, oh, Phoenix to Portugal, Phoenix to Lisbon, Phoenix to Madrid, Phoenix to Paris, you know, Phoenix to Dublin. Where can we go? And it's still unclear. Okay, so um, I went with, here's a source here from CNN Travel because it is the most recent. Everything else, including NPR, was from a couple days ago and it basically didn't say anything more than what I just said, that the EU has approved allowing uh, travelers to come in from from America and other places, but when and where and what the details are, not sure. So this one was updated a few hours ago. Right. That's the one I was looking at too. The one that came out just today. So these are just a few different countries. So um, the Netherlands is welcoming tourists from safe countries with low COVID-19 risk. Greece is allowing vaccinated travelers or those with a negative COVID test taken more than 72 hours prior to arrival. While Iceland a member state of the European Economic Area, opened its borders to vaccinated travelers in April. You can go to Croatia if you have a a negative test. It doesn't say how many days, though, or if you've recovered within the past six months. Cyprus, you can go to, including, let's see, earlier this month, Cyprus reopened to vaccinated travelers from 65 countries. That's nice, but what about us? Because I don't see it like, hey, Cyprus, you know, that's not really not number one. (laughs) Yeah, it's not, you know, I mean, I would go there. Sure. But I don't really put it that high. It's talking about where it's allowing people. Right. Right. Okay. So the EU has a digital COVID certificate. It's basically like a vaccine passport that would facilitate internal travel within the EU. And they're expected to come into effect on July 1st. Obviously, we don't have that here. We just have our little vaccine cards mm-hmm. with the stamp of who we, we have. <clears throat> so, again, more to know. Britain lifted its ban on residents taking foreign vacations on Monday. But it has what they call an amber list of countries already causing confusion among travelers and resentment in the travel industry. <laughs> in the travel system where green means yes and red means no, amber means maybe or maybe not. There's 170 destinations, including France and Greece, where you can legally travel, but the government advice is not to do so. There are deterrents to travelers other than an officially sanctioned tut-tut. So anyone who goes to a country on the Amber list will have have to take a COVID-19 test on their return. So for instance, and just going away from from the EU for a moment, it has been known here that you can fly to Mexico, Mm -hmm. but that um, there were restrictions at the border that you could not drive over unless it was totally necessary. Yeah. Basically. But then I heard people were driving over. And I'm like, what, how'd you get there? Like, I drove. I'm like, how, how could you drive? I heard the border was closed. Oh, no, it's open. They didn't ask anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I could have gone this whole time? We could have gone to Rocky Point? Because that would have been um, cheaper and there would have been sun and I would have had, um, you know, beach and, and a cocktail with an umbrella in it. <laughs> so now I feel like I still need to do that. But no. So you can drive over? Apparently. However, even after they said, yeah, I looked it up and it still says no. So what, who do you believe? I I guess I would believe the people driving over there. Right. The ones that are physically experiencing it, but no one can get, you know, we have all this access to 24 seven information and no one can get it right. 
what is the story? In the U.S., it's talking about different places that were closed that are starting to open, such as in Washington, D.C., starting May 21st, which is um, the Art Museum, the National Portrait Gallery, Holly Clark. The Holly, the Holly Claws, the Holocaust Museum, all of those, the Smithsonian Zoo will welcome visitors beginning today, and the city will open fully on June 11th. Um, New York's Plaza Hotel reopened yesterday. The other, the Circle Line with sightseeing cruises, etc., to the Statue of Liberty and all the other sites, those are opening this weekend. Radio City Music Hall is opening next month. So this is very great news, and a lot of things theaters are starting to come back in New York because all of those actors have been out of work for some time. All right. The Caribbean, Paradise Island of Anguilla, opening to visitors next week. Oh, nice. They've been closed for over a month due to COVID. Hmm. Like totally closed. And they were closed before that. There is a two-way travel bubble between New Zealand and the Cook Islands that opened last week. So this is slow. But it's good news, right? Oh, totally. It's good news. But again, nothing solid. Nothing totally solid. Disneyland Paris will reopen on June 17th. Um, um, Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, opens June 21st. And Paris, The Eiffel Tower, will reopen on July 16th. Isn't that Bastille Day? Something like that. That makes me want to look that up. Isn't it around then? Mm, I'm pretty sure it is. It's pretty close. No, it's July 14th. Sorry. Two two days days after. after. I knew it was in July and it was a teen. Mm. Okay, so that's what I have on that. Again, we don't know more. What the fuck is that? Oh, that's that fish with light that hangs in front of it. Oh, an angler fish? No, no, like those like yeah. in finding nemo yeah an angler fish. it's called angler is yeah. it called something no angrier than that no, it looks like a fish. fucking piranha with the light they're tiny up. though they're teeny tiny you think they're gonna be giant monsters they're they're like this they're big little. dude they're like a three or a four inch fish they're teeny tiny um so when we find out more we'll report because i'd like to go but it's it's still unclear that i'm afraid i'm gonna get a ticket to go somewhere you know, even in July, which is a couple months away, and something's going to happen and be like, oh, no, you can't go. Or mm. I'm going to need some sort of visa because there's still that. There's talk about that travel visa that you sure. is going to come up with that we're going to need, um, you know, even without COVID. So there's that. Um, but I want to travel. I want to leave the country. I want to go further than the zoo. <laughs> I'd like to go further than San Diego, and I'd like to do it without breaking a tooth on the way. Yep, that might be a trick. It will be a trick. <laughs> so here is something else that's going on, because I am not the only one with the travel itch. Mm-hmm. People are dying to go places, and there is still a small window to catch some really great flights. That is true. If you can go last minute and be ready to go which this will be my first year as a teacher with a summer off oh without you know looking having to look for work and plan for the upcoming semester like where am I going to work what am I going to do especially in the middle of a pandemic so I want to go somewhere and I want to go somewhere now well that's right that's a now that's a good attitude to have because that's usually how you get the best deals it is oh can you go now right and i've never been able to do that it's always i have to plan and certainly during the school year that's how it is but now i i can go um on a moment's notice and and instead of going to san diego i almost had you talked into going to puerto rico almost but since it was going to be like the weekend after my shot i was like "Mm." just a little nervous but otherwise like yeah screaming deal 220 round trip that's how it was the other time i went to puerto rico and then you can get an airbnb depending on what it is for like a hundred or something tonight yeah or you can if you want to stay at a snazzy 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 you know all inclusive or whatever you can right. do it that way but it doesn't cost a lot to go and have a good time and it's it's very beautiful very very beautiful but the problem we ran into the other problem not just your covid shot mm-hmm. but the other issue and I and then it was on the news next day, so I wanted right. to bring it up. Is we could find if we wanted a hotel that was a 
affordable and on the beach. Um, we needed to go to the west side to the Fajardo sure. area, and this is where closer to the harbor where you, where you would catch um, you would catch a ferry that takes you to Culebra and Vieques if you wanted to snorkel, and it's beautiful, beautiful. The problem was most of the affordable hotels in San Juan were all sold out, meaning that you needed to rent a car. Right. All the rental cars were sold out, and yep. it was the next day that I heard on the news that rental cars are booked basically until August. Yeah. Most rental car places are totally booked. And that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. Because a lot of people don't want to fly yet. Um, Especially the ones that are, you know, in the country. Right. Like, oh, we'll just drive. So everyone's renting a car, you know, because it's safe to be, well, I'll just be with the family. And then we don't have to get on an airplane. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you have a family with young children who can't get vaccinated yet. Right. What's the age now? They just raised it. Twelve. Or lowered it. Okay, yeah. so let's say you have like some seven or eight year olds or whatever, younger kids, they can't get vaccinated yet. Maybe you don't want to take the whole family on a plane somewhere. So fine, we'll, you know, we'll just go, we'll go to grandma's house and we'll drive. We can't get a fucking rental car. So that is what's happening. And if you do get a rental car, it's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. I managed to find a rental car for my upcoming trip, another trip I have to take to California. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap. In fact, it costs more than my airfare. Wow. For three days in a rental car. They are not cheap. So those old, like, um, Enterprise will pick you up $30 a day. No, it's more like one thirty a day. Wow. If you can even find it available. That's crazy. And that's just for your, you know, standard. It is crazy. So this is all in Hawaii. Yeah, nothing in Hawaii. All the rental cars are gone. Yep. So something you might think about, because usually if you plan a trip... You're, you usually look at flights first, right? Because that's the most expensive and the, something that has to be negotiated because of the time. Sure. There's only a few that leave a day. So you think of flights first and usually then you think of the hotel. There's usually yeah. lots of options with the hotel. But how often do you really think, oh, I better get that rental car right now because all the cars are going to be sold out? Yeah, no, that is a bit weird. It is a bit weird. But I backtrack to I had to have um, my car repaired Last week, remember, mm-hmm. I had gone into Pita Bistro, and when I came out, my car had a big dent and scratch on the driver's side because somebody was an a hole. Yeah, and you know, I mean, like that was bad. That wasn't just a little ding. No. That was like somebody purposely hit your car as That's hard what as it they could. Like. That's really what it looked I like. I really would imagine that that person damaged their door a little bit. That's what into I'm you. thinking. Did you make somebody mad driving in there? I was I was parked by no one hmm, when weird. I went in. Yes. So I don't know. It could have been someone that came in after me. Maybe. And then while I was at the drink station and they left, they hit me. I don't know. Anyhow, point being is I had to get a rental car. And my insurance allows so much per day that actually goes up to like a mid-size. Hmm. Well, I told them I don't need any of that. I just need a Kia Soul. Right. Which is like smaller. I don't know what they consider it. I Contact. just need a cancel because I'm tall, right? And I need the steering wheel. I need, um, what do you call that? I don't know. I need tilt steering. Oh, yes. And not all of the compacts have that. So it's risky if I get a compact. So I need a, I need a Kia Soul. I don't want a big, long, mid-size. Anyhow, they said, okay, that's fine. And I'm at my collision center. And I'm waiting for someone to come pick me up to take me to Enterprise Rental Car to get a car. And a guy pulls up in a... Um, a Chevy Mustang and I go out I'm like oh are you my ride he goes Ford is oh Ford Mustang see see what I know about American cars (laughs) is it a Ford Mustang what does Chevy do then who does the charger Dodge Dodge. okay so they come in a Ford Mustang Mm -hmm. see what I know yeah and I'm like are you my ride and he says no this is your ride I'm like my rental car is a Mustang what am I gonna do like lay down and get in I don't want to drive a big, long muscle car. Like, I just need a Kia Soul or something. You know, fine, give me a compact car. I'm not going to drive this thing. This thing's huge. You know, I I drive a Mini Cooper. Right. You know, I can't. mm -mm. The funny thing is, though, all of those muscle cars. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is to set the seat for myself and then get out. 
walk away and watch tall people try to get into it. That's like every person that's ever worked on my car. See, it's the opposite. Everywhere I go, they always shove my seat as far back as they can. And I'm like, well, this is entertaining. Then the people that work on my car need to work on your car. And I need the people that work on your car. Because right now it looks like, you know, um, Kentucky Derby jockeys are working on my car (laughs) when I go to pick it up. Anyhow, I digress. So I'm like, I can't drive this thing. He goes, well, let's go back to the lot and we'll see what we have. They had nothing like a Kia Soul, nothing, nothing small. All they had were like they had Dodge Chargers and other what I would call sporty muscle cars for middle-aged men. Mm -hmm. I don't need any of these. I don't want anything that long. And, and you have to get down in it. This, this, the roof is very low. The roof is low in those. And you got to lay down. And then your ass cheeks are dragging on the ground when no, you drive. and I'm on my tailbone and I can't see shit. No, I don't need anything like that. So I, instead, and, you know, I even wanted to go down. Fine, give me a compact. What about that one? I'm get there's like a Mitsubishi something. I'm like, that one right there. I sat in it. I'm like, I can fit. It has a tilt where they're like, no, that's already reserved. I'm like, well, it should have been reserved for me. Because this is what I said I needed. So long story short, I had to pay. They charged me more um, so I could get a dumbass Nissan Rogue. I hate those things. They are so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And um, they're jittery. Mm-hmm. No, the worst part is they have a clown, st- what I call clown steering. You know when you do like bumper cars? Oh, and yeah. And you can like steer you a little, but then it will. Sp- you can spin it a lot and it's like your car doesn't turn. Turn, I don't know. <laughs> the the steering is terrible. It's very terrible. Awful. And so here's what happened. I tried the next day to get a new car. They're like, no, we're all we're they're all sold out. There's nothing else except the Dodge Charger. I'm like, screw the Dodge Charger. And the um the Rogue smelled like smoke, like someone had been smoking in it. Oh yeah. Or they need to change the air filter or something. It was making a little bit me of gag. Both. So when I finally, um, I only had it for like three or four days and I returned it and I called and complained and they, they waived the extra fee because it was going to be like 50 bucks. Wow. They're like, we are so sorry and lolly la. So good on, progr- uh, good on enterprise rental car. Thank you. Enterprise rental car. Yes. If you need a rental car for any of your upcoming trips, you better get it now. Yeah, really, good luck. do not dilly dally on it. In fact, if you're planning a trip and you need air and hotel and the car, do the car first. <laughs> like, check those cars because it's going to be a problem. It will be a problem. It's been like on every news station. Well, you know, and I find that so strange because it's like you would think that most people would just want to Uber, but then I guess no, they don't. They want they don't want the exposure. Well, and it, you can't an really Uber, driver. Uber long distances. No, but I mean, like, it seems so strange that they would want to rent a car to go a super long distance. Why not just take your own car? Well, maybe, maybe you have a bunch of, maybe you don't have like a minivan or something. Maybe you don't have an SUV. Maybe you have a car and then maybe they have a Dodge Neon, your teenager. Maybe they're scared you know? of the airport at this point. Oh, which so, made my flights wonderful when I had to fly back home from from uh, Arkansas and Michigan. Yes. Oh, man, was that nice. But that was, shit was so closed then. A mm, little bit, yeah. But it was so nice. Nobody in the middle seat. Now they've started selling the middle seats. And on a couple of those flights, I got the whole road to myself. I just laid down. I took a little nap. Oh, that was nice. But I heard, yeah, they're going to start selling the middle seats in airplanes again. So, yes, there is a car rental shortage this summer. Also, it says a global microchip shortage has impacted car production down in the U.S., which has led to a, a shortage of rental cars. Here's what that means on the cusp of summer travel. Hmm. Car manufacturers are having a hard time keeping up with demand due to a global shortage of microchips. That's making things tough on car rental companies. They sold off a quarter to a half of their fleets last year when travel crashed because of the pandemic. Now, with a summer travel rebound on the horizon, the forecast for some popular destinations is long lines and higher prices or Hmm. no rental cars at all. 
oh, they oversold their fleets to try and make money. And now they don't have enough in their fleet. I see. Yeah, I heard about that uh, microchip shortage. Interesting, right? Right. We are faced with it. I didn't know that the microchip trees stopped blooming. I guess so. There will be (laughs) 80,000 more airline seats available coming here compared to 2019, but 2,000 fewer cars available to rent. Hmm. This is just in, um, this was a local news up near Glacier um, Glacier National Park. So there's going to be all of these tourists that come in and they have no way to get around. Well, good, leave them out. I mean, don't come to Arizona. (laughs) We're too full already. Don't come here. We're all stocked up it's here on crazy. Here. All stocked up. So, um, yeah, that's a problem. So get your rental car now. And also, <laughs> since everyone wants to travel, travel rates are up. They are ha- happening. Oh, yeah, I figured as much. Hotel rates are on the rise as travel demand increases um in addition to airline prices i figured as much according to usa today beware pricey summer flights airlines pushing fares higher as travel rebounds airline executives are the most optimistic they've been since the pandemic well duh but okay because travel which has rebounded do to the vaccination rates and the lower number of COVID cases. Everyone wants to go somewhere. So we're all going to pay. Yep. We are all going to pay. But I will let, let you in on a little secret. Uh-huh. So if you ever, if you're ever just, hmm, I want to go somewhere. What do the rates look like? And you kind of don't know where to where to start because maybe you don't want maybe you don't know what the exact dates are okay so you know southwest has their calendar so you have to start by putting in some dates and then from there you can go to their what is it called like monthly friendly fly calendar whatever and you can look at the whole calendar and see what the rates are daily okay but that's just for southwest so, but what do you do if you don't want to check just Southwest? Maybe they don't fly to where you want to go. Maybe you want to check a lot of airlines. Like, what's the best rate sure. total? And places like Expedia or Kayak or Orbitz. Again, all of those, you have to put in your exact dates. Okay. Okay. So, here is what you do. And here's how, let's say, I found the Puerto Rico trip. Okay. Right? For cheap. So what you do is you just go to Google, and I'll do it right now. Let's use Puerto Rico as an example. Okay. I just type in Phoenix to Puerto. I put Phoenix to San Juan. Okay. Okay, because that's the main. You can sure. find somewhere else there, but Phoenix to San Juan, son of a bitch. So right away, when you do that, it's going to put in usually the something within the next week. It okay. automatically just picked some days. And it had automatically picked Saturday, May 29th. So that's next Saturday to Friday, June 4th. So oh, it's like nice. a five-day trip. It, yeah. It picked for me. Google did. And it starts listing all of the airlines um, in order by price. And just for those dates, the the flight, uh, it's American Airlines, 188 nice. round trip. But you're like, well, shit, those aren't my dates. But hey, that looks pretty good. Right. So then what you do is you... Um, it'll there a box will come up that says show flights and you click on that and then it takes you to like a bigger Google page. Mm-hmm. Then you go up to the dates and you click on your start date <clears throat> and then it's going to show you the calendar and on that calendar below every day, every single day will have a price. Nice. And you can just go through the calendar and it will go, you know, for... July looks in there. August is in there. September. October. November. Jeez, it goes that far out. December. January. Usually it'll go March. It goes up to April 15th. So usually it doesn't go quite a year. It goes a little bit short. And of course, all of those rates are pretty much the same. 
going that far out. Sure. It's within the next few months where there's some leeway. Okay. So what you do is once you see these dates, you can kind of see trends. Mm-hmm. Now, they can get up pretty high. And depending on the day, you know, there's, it's like 448, 473, 411. But 188, that looks really good. Mm-hmm. So you can go through and pick and choose and see what works for you. And sometimes when you pick on a particular start date, like a um, your leave date, your departure date. Sure. The rate might change depending on what date you want to come home. But this is how you do it. Mm. And this is how you find the best rates. That's pretty interesting. It is very interesting. So yeah, there's a little reset button at the top by the dates. So you just clear it all out and it'll show you the basic lowest rate each day. Wow. And then you go through and see, hmm, what looks good? What looks good? And they don't last very long. These are these are liable to change within hours or a day. Hmm. Okay. So as soon as you see what you want, you got to hop on it. Like, hey, we need to do this before it sells out or before. Also, I like to clear my cookies because I've, yeah. I've seen trends on my phone and my computer. If I'm looking up the same place too long, those rates will change. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, more people are looking or you're looking. Well, that means you're probably going to go someone's rates the right. right. So then you'll go now. So clear your cookies when you do this. But this is a... This is the way you find the great rates. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere you would like to go off the top of your head? We'll, we'll do this. Where would you like to go? I want to go to... Um, I wanted to go to the East Coast. You mean outside of America? Well, anywhere. Also, mm-hmm. it'll show you a price graph when it shows you the prices. And it will say, like, rates... It'll either say rates right now are average or rates right now are low mm-hmm. um, compared to, you know, the average or rates right now are, are high, it'll sure. tell you because you're like, what does a, you know, what does it normally cost to fly to Lisbon from Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Also, if you are willing to take a short trip to LAX, typically you can find, especially if you want to go to Europe or um, French Polynesia or Australia, somewhere that would be quite far the rates are usually cheaper out of LAX. So if you're willing to do a short trip, you know, from here to LAX and pay that little bit, it was like, mm-hmm. what, usually it was 70 bucks or something, right. to flying to Burbank or LAX. From there, then you can get a cheaper flight from LAX to, say, Tahiti or LAX to Let's Lisbon, L- LAX to Madrid. And that's how, that's how you find the good flights. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything to add? I've been talking a whole lot, Rochelle, for like 40 minutes. Yep, but I let you run with it. You're really into the travel thing. I am. <laughs> for good reason. I know we're going to forget something. So is there something? I'm like, I want to go to Lisbon, as you know. Mm-hmm. The rates are not great from here. Mm. Earlier, of course, when we couldn't go there, well, still now it's questionable as to where you can go there, but... <laughs> Within the past year, rates were, I saw some low rates. I'm like, oh, I wish we could go right now. Why are they low? Because no one's going. Because right? nobody can go. No one can go. Well, right now, they're they're quite high, I think. Um, like 1400 That's way too wow. high. That is mm-hmm. way too high for me to fly anywhere like that. So the lowest I'm seeing is like 1100 1094 that's it. A thousand thirty nine. I'm going into August now. Nine oh nine. If you leave Monday, August 9th. That's still that seems that still seems a little high. But now if I put in LAX to Lisbon. Okay, LAX. That went up. This morning there were rates for it in the seven hundreds. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that which would be cheaper to take a, you know, round trip from here to L.A. and then, then yeah. go to Lisbon from L.A. So it all depends. But that's how you do it. You Google the to and the from, then put in your, go with the date it showed, then right. hit reset and it will show you every single day. Huh. And then you'll know. That is the best way to do it. Good to know. I'll show you the uh, price graph. You know, here's a price graph. Oh, mm-hmm. graphy. 
Yeah, and it'll show you when it's low. Right. So, yeah, then you start to see patterns as to when it's a good time to go someplace. Right. Obviously, everyone goes up in the summer because that's when kids are out of school and it's easy for families to travel. Oh, yeah. It also goes up um, during Christmas time. Oh, sure. Places, um, tropical places usually go up around that time because right. everyone wants, to, you know, a Mele Kaliki Maka Christmas, kind of like my dress right now. Yeah. We had a test today on Oceana, so I thought I'd wear my Polynesian dress. Everybody liked Was it. Was it a big hit? Um, they did well on their test. Okay, so there you go. I'm going to say it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It is going to be a while before you can travel to India. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's it's going to be a while before the page loads where I can even find out right. more about it. It's taking so long. No, it, it it's going to be a while, um, which is too bad. Because I'm interested in going back now that the kid is older. Well, sure. And you have in-laws that are not the best of health. Nope. Yep. But it, India is at a level four travel advisory. The levels are, it's kind of like DEF CON in war games. <laughs> right. So, yes. Um, one exercise normal precautions two exercise increased caution three reconsider and four you're do not die do not you're gonna die do not travel yep so do not travel to india due, due to covid19 and increase increased caution due to crime and terrorism hmm, interesting mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff oh yeah Ooh. yeah violent crimes too and yeah. covid so, yeah, probably going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, I would like to take the husband and go to Hawaii, but I think it's going to be a little while before we can go there, too. Are they opening up yet? They were really kind of closed down for a long time. I'm so reading about India. Like, can you even go? Can you go? I, I think that's a negatory. What you need to know. Travel to India. During COVID-19, what you need to know. They ha- yeah, if you're planning know you to travel to, to India, here's what you need to know and expect if you want to visit during the coronavirus pandemic. India is currently the global center of a devastating Oops. new wave of the pandemic with the country's health system close to collapse. Um, tourists are still banned, even though traveling on other visas from the, the continents of Europe, Africa, and South America are allowed. Hmm. The country swiftly closed its borders at the start of the pandemic, banning all scheduled international flights. Due to the second wave, many places are massively reducing, suspending, or banning travel to and from India. Those places include Australia, Canada, China, Germany, Italy, New Zealand, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, the United Kingdom, which added India to its red list, and the U.S., the U.S. said, if you must travel to India, get fully vaccinated. All travelers should wear a mask, stay six feet from others, and avoid crowns and wash their hands. So, but I'm sure you can find, what would be, where would you fly in India? You go here to where? Where would you fly into? Uh, usually you go into New Delhi. New Delhi. Mm-hmm. And then now you can go from New Delhi to Amritsar. Okay. Which is only about an hour from where my family well, is. I'll tell you what. Um Phoenix to New Delhi right now is cheaper than going to Portugal. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> cheaper than going to Portugal. Um, like in the nines? Mm, that's pretty average. 936-ish. Yeah? Yeah, that's pretty normal. Is that about what you paid, would you say? Yeah, if it's it just, uh, it, that would be a good ticket. Normal is yeah. about 12 there, there are a couple 12s, but yeah, 936 seems to be the lowest. There's some in the thousands. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nine, 936, that's Anywhere the lowest. from 1,000 to nine to 1,200 is what yeah. you usually pay. I'm seeing 1,200 as the highest. Lots of 11 in the 11 range. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So travel to Hawaii. Yeah. I want to go to back to Hawaii. Travel requirements. Go Hawaii.com. According to Go Hawaii, hold on, how many pop-ups do you possibly have? Uh. Now that travelers can once again enjoy our islands, we are asking you to join in our efforts to help keep Hawaii safe. Despite the CDC's announcement on April 2nd, that was what, when uh, we don't have to wear masks and all right. that stuff, Hawaii continues with the state's safe travel 
pre-travel testing program, even for fully vaccinated passengers. Travelers must have their negative test results prior to departing as an alternative to Hawaii's mandatory 10-day quarantine. Okay, so that's good because before, when you went to Hawaii, you had a quarantine for 10 days. So what fun is that? Right. So now as an alternative to that quarantine, you can present a negative COVID test. Although Hawaii's policy may change in the near future, it remains in place until further notice. What it isn't saying is when you need to get that test. You have to, for more information, visit hawaiicovid19.com, register with the state of Hawaii Safe Travel's online system. Only test results from trusted testing and travel partners will be accepted. Hmm. All incoming travelers are required to have their temperatures checked and complete a health questionnaire online before they leave the airport. See full details below. See full details below on steps and resources to efficiently plan your trip to the Hawaiian Islands. Information for Trans-Pacific travelers, including U.S. and Canada. Information travelers coming to the state of Hawaii. Test from trusted partners. Executive order. Okay, yeah. So you have to register with that. Click here for the trusted travel partners list. Travel Pacific travelers will be randomly selected to take a county-administered COVID-19 test upon arrival. The test will be administered to approximately 25% of the Trans-Pacific passengers arriving at the airports, and the cost of the test will be borne by the county. Travelers may bypass the post-arrival test by presenting a hard copy CDC COVID-19 vaccination card showing they have been fully vaccinated and completed the required 14-day post-vaccination waiting period. Post-arrival testing will run through May 10th, and then the program will come to an end. Okay, so that's done. That's not bad. Hawaii continues to welcome visitors under the state's Safe Travels Pre-Travel Testing Program, which requires travelers, even those who are fully vaccinated, to upload a negative test result taken within 72 hours of departing on the last leg of their trip to Hawaii to avoid the state's mandatory 10-day quarantine. State residents can bypass test requirements for inter-island travel if they have proof of full vaccination. Okay, so that thing I read earlier about having full vaccination, that's only if you want if you live in Hawaii and want to travel to one of the other islands. So if we still want, if you want to go and you don't live in Hawaii and want to go to Hawaii, you're going to need a negative test, but it looks like you can bypass the quarantine if you do the test um, like within three days. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then you um, probably out of can't state, get a rental car. Which... <laughs> right, there's that. Out-of-state visitors will likely have to wait longer for a, quote, vaccine passport or oh. option to bypass testing and quarantine with proof of vaccination. So you can't show them proof of vaccination yet um, as proof, but you'll need a, the test in three days, it looks like. Okay. So what does that look like then? Let's say Phoenix to Honolulu 508 non-stop oh non-stop that is not bad bad that is not bad Uh uh-huh we'd have to leave again it put in its own dates I think it puts in the dates that are the cheapest sure that would be Monday June 28th ooh and then returning on July 7th so we'd be there for 4th of July that sounds fantastic Let's do it. Why not? Let's do it. Sorry, that was my Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> so when is the best time to get caught in a hurricane in Hawaii? Oh, gosh. That's a whole that other window? episode. Is it in that window? <laughs> um, that's a, you know what? Oh, you bring it. up a real interesting point. That could be a whole other episode. But typically, um, hurricane season begins in June and goes through November. Right. We have already had, we've had two, we'll say, tropical storm watches. Sure. Um, And it's only May. Mm-hmm. And the first one was like a couple weeks ago, like at the beginning of May. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if that isn't a sign of climate change, I don't know what is. I think it's going to be an interesting summer for weather. It is going you to know, be an interesting summer. that we're going to have tons of cicadas, which is interesting because last year we had almost none. 
that was on the news this morning as well. All of that, those millions of cicadas are supposed to be like back east. Mm-hmm. But we typically get them, all, get them every here. year, you know, but they're like, oh, the cicadas. So average, even though it says average Atlantic hurricane season to reflect more storms. Okay, yes, that's what I thought, not less, because it said average. I'm like, no, it's going to be more. So, yes, we're already seeing some tropical storm tracking of potentially dangerous cyclones, and we're not even to June yet. Fun. Um. I thought it was going to be relatively safe to go to Hawaii in the summer because typically that's when hurricanes hit, you know, they come off of the coast of Africa Mm -hmm. and they come and hit our eastern, yes, southeast seaboard, the Caribbean, Cuba, Haiti, Cancun, Florida, 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 Georgia, South Carolina, right? And one hasn't hit Hawaii since like Hurricane Aniki in like 1991, whatever, whatever. Let me get that right. When was Hurricane Aniki? 92. Mm, okay. okay. So I thought it was going to be a pretty good <laughs> idea to go to Hawaii in the summer. And not I, a hurricane was not on my mind. Well, it should have been. <laughs> because one came. It was trying to be. Oh, no. There was no trying. It was a Category 5. Right. But you never got to see it. What a tragedy. Oh, I saw it on the news. Ah, I want to see it in real life. No, I don't want to see it in real I saw I enough. Do. I was there for the um, evacuation centers. Mm-hmm. You know, the news saying, don't come here unless you, you live here. These are <laughs> These are for the homeless and people with no place to go. If you were a visitor, you were screwed. If you were like me and you were a visitor in a high rise, you were definitely screwed. If you were a visitor in a high rise on the ocean, right where the hurricane was going to hit, you were certainly screwed. Oh, you would have been fine. I don't know. We, I, I will tell you this at least: the power was all out, and I would, we would not, would, we would not have gotten home on time. <clears throat> we would have been stuck without power for several days, and that, in and of itself, would have been obnoxious and freaky. And then having to get it a flight home. So I'm glad we came home when we did, mm-hmm. which was a couple days early, sadly. Anyway, so more on Europe when we know what that looks like, because I'll be the first one to pack my bags and go. I think I'll be the one to sit back and let everybody go crazy and get it all out of their system. And you'll just what, be in your pool with, with yeah. floaties and a cocktail? Yep. Yeah, I want to go somewhere. I'm I'm feeling it. Really feeling it. I want an all-inclusive, too. <laughs> I was looking at them yesterday. I almost sent you a link. I'm like, how does this rate look? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want all of my mojitos included and my kayaking and my snorkeling. And I want to be right there on the beach with my little umbrella drink. That's what I want. I deserve it. And I need it. <laughs> So, if you have any uh, travel vouchers you'd like to donate to my cause, oh, very nice. any questions, concerns, comments, travel updates, suggestions for future episodes, write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com. That is feedback at galpodcast.com. And we'll talk at you later. Aloha. Aloha and mahalo. Aloha.